Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Introducing a new incarnation of world-renowned spiritual teachings, Higher Balance Dojo. Dojo is Higher Balance's latest digital training membership. Inside the Dojo studio, you'll find loads of curated content, handpicked and organized to help you learn the most important lessons and techniques that are guaranteed to bring about spiritual transformation initiate real mystical experiences, and inspire you to reach ever-increasing new heights on your journey to spiritual awakening. Sign up for a $1 trial to Higher Balance Dojo now and experience it for yourself by visiting hbidojo.com. That's h-b-i-d-o-j-o.com. In this clip, Eric discusses the shadow cast over us by issues and regrets. Explore the importance of finding internal resolution and letting go of the things that weigh on your mind. Enhance your surrender sessions by learning methods to find peace before approaching a challenging topic. Enjoy. To see more and get a link to access the full class, go to rebelgururadio.com forward slash EJP session 12. Surrender for those who, who have the module, you know, have an idea of, of what that is and a good working model. And I think that surrender is incredibly complex as a, as a subject. And, you know, I often, try to explain to you know students that the mind is ultimately you and it is constantly living in a vacuum of time and the time is what you hope for your future what you feel is in the past and of course what's presently in the moment which is usually the one we're, we're the least in and the past is usually filled with regret. It's decisions made, it's things that come up that we may wish would have happened differently or didn't happen at all. And when we do psychic or spiritual things, the the thing is you don't have to be thinking about something to have it have a a value or a weight on you. It's kind of like your clothing. I mean, I get on the scale, I strip down. I don't want to, I don't want no extra, but the truth is most of the time you get on the scale, you you will get on with your shoes or a shirt or your pants and you don't really realize how much extra weight that adds. You know, it's only a few pounds, but you know, when every pound matters for that motivation. So the, the, the point is, is that it's the same thing with your mind, that, that there are things that you're not really paying attention to or that you may not think are issues in the back of your mind that are still very much there. And they take away what I'll call percentage points on the quality of the work that you do. 
spiritually for yourself or the actions that you take. And the same is also about the future because you can't help but hope for a better future or to, to hope, you know, and wonder what that is. And somewheres the past tends to overshadow the future. So it's kind of like having a, a mountain you just climbed and you just came down it and you're in the valley, but the sun is on the other side of the mountain. So it's making this shadow cast for the direction you got to head to, to cross the valley. And, and that sounds a, probably a little weird to, to explain it like that, but we, we tend to think of our, our future. We're, we're hopeful, but we, we are reminded of the past and we tend to reflect on the negative usually. And because we, we tend to reflect on the, the, the past as much as we want a good future, we're usually thinking to ourselves, you know, like, God, I hope, or maybe, or maybe things will work out or, or, you know, uh, uh, I'm hoping for a better future or something, but we feel subconsciously is dismal about it in some ways as we feel about the past. It's always easier to, to waddle in a negative state of consciousness than it is to be in a positive. It's, it's just like, it's like an act of, of, of unconscious nature. And so the mind has a very powerful effect on reality in truly shaping your life and the, the outcome of it. And that's why something like surrender is so, so powerful. When I think of other religions and spiritual paths, it's, it's very interesting because almost all of them have some level of forgiveness in there. And, you know, of course, I'm, I'm a, a bit of a pessimist at times and I go, well, isn't that convenient? You know, if you think about like, you know, in, in Catholicism to be forgiven for your sins, you go into a little booth, you know, forgive me, Father, I have sinned. I I let my dog poop on the neighbor's yard again, da, 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 or something, you know, like, gee, you know, somebody committed a murder or I did a murder, blah, 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 and, you know, and you're in the mob, then it's like you're forgiven, you do your repentance, and it's like you got a clean slate. Now, that would never work for me. That would be wonderful, you know, if I could believe that much that that system would work, you know, but forget it. My mind is, you know, going to drive me nuts, okay? So I'm really just going to beat myself up about letting the dog poop on the yard. But in either case, that there are people who, who believe in something so much that this is a form of true relief, that they, they think that it is so simple. But the truth is, somewhere in the back of their mind, it's still weighing on them. And how we know that is that most of these people who are on their end days, on their deathbed, who have been forgiven for all these things, will start crying and, and asking for forgiveness for the same things that they were supposedly forgiven for. So... Why am I saying all this? Because they did not internally within themselves come to a resolution of whatever had transpired about their regrets. Whereas working with surrender, I think, is a much truer, more in-depth way to come to some level of peace. Is anything ever perfect? No. But is there a, a level of coming to terms with something? Yes. And coming to terms with something in the eyes of the universe is as good as being forgiven. It's because you, you can only do so much. Hey, you Eric. So I remember when I first started trying to surrender, it was super, super difficult to even attempt to do it. Like there's so much force against you until I finally just like went crazy with having to listen to the module every time before to getting motivated to do it. And then that would actually get me doing it. And um, also doing things like becoming more loving or 
more feminine before I would do it to get into that zone? Are there any other ways that you could get more into the possibility of actually surrendering? I think there's many ways. You know, I I have a, a very complex brain, if you will. And, you know, I'm also a cynic to a certain degree. And, you know, so, of course, one can be very cynical with oneself. And I think that's why I attract you guys. You guys all have to be cynics, too. So, you know, it takes a cynic to know a cynic. But it really depends what you find works in your own life. Starters. Meaning, what things do you find comfort in? Some people find comfort being with animals. Some people find comfort swimming on a, a lake on a, a summer day and just floating on the water. Some find East in, in different ways. For me, I just want the basics. Give me a backyard, show me a field, have the sunlight out, give me some, some insects humming, and I go into the la-la land. And you first have to find some, some level of peace in your mind to approach something that is violent. And when I say violent, it's because it's not that it's necessarily a violent act. It's just something that you really don't want to deal with. That's why it's there in the first place. So finding a place of inner peace, preparing yourself, is that you're not really out in the field. You're not really floating on the water. You're, you're still in your mind. And you're, you're going somewhere else in your mind or you're, you're setting up the situation to begin to be approached. So I find that finding a place of inner thought that's peace, invoking peacefulness inside of you is also a, a very good place to begin to, to work with yourself. Acknowledging something, the fact that I say to you that uh, uh, these things are, are, are blockers to your spiritual growth when you consider this, that everything in, in your mind is the absolute truest reality, or at least it's the bridging factor to, to a higher level of reality. If nothing is real, and we are in a simulated reality, you call it whatever you want, the grand illusion, yada, yada, your mind, what is true in your mind is also true outside of your mind. If you have obstacles in your mind, you are projecting obstacles dressed differently in your life. It's very important what I'm saying right now, if you understand what, I, what I'm saying, that, that we this is the same shadow, the same shadow from the mountain that we left behind us. It had to be cold climbing. It had to be life challenging. It had to be threatening climbing up and down it. But we, we made it. We still let the forbidden shadow cast out in front of us that we continue in. So the, the shadows in our mind are, are projecting into the future of our life that in some ways that we are manifesting a portion of the challenges in our life, the, the direction of our life, the happenings of our life. And it doesn't mean that things are going to play out the same exact way. It's just that the, the raw functioning of that chaos can repeat itself. It's always interesting when I hear people talk about their life, like choosing a life partner, you know, there's, there's always this habit of, of consistently redoing the same mistake, just different people. Or being self-destructive with, with finances or being self-destructive with, with how you deal with coworkers or whatever. It's, it's always this repetitive nature. And so these are things that are in your mind that you're already aware of. It's not like you don't understand that. You may not want to deal with it, but you know it's there. And you know what your, your strengths and your minuses are. But it projects itself into to reality. So as long as you keep it alive in your mind, 
it's like somehow it's it's finding stuff in the same pitch or the same frequency in your life to represent itself. It, 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 it's almost like you, you're drawn to something that mimics like that for a situation, whether you realize it or not. And so if you're having troubles in your life, then it's definitely connected with problems that you have within your own mind, right? I find that everything has a repeat mechanism. If you look at the universe, not that I'm going to want to get too sophisticated here, but you guys can handle it. Everything is is like a, a Mandelbrot. Everything is like chaos theory. Everything is a is a repeat of something smaller made bigger, smaller made bigger, smaller made bigger. It's patterns. Everything is numerical in the universe. Think about it. So it's like I, I say to sometimes, you know, well, we live in a video game. That's why every time you accomplish something, it's like a new problem occurs that you're like, what the frick? And then it's, it's like you'd be bored if everything was perfect in your life. Okay. It's like something just always seems to see. So where is the stemming for this program if everything is efficient in the universe? Super efficient. Okay. It's, it's, it's a reflection of your own mind projecting into the future. It's almost like it's, it's making you up the ante each time. So the only way to have a level of, of spiritual control or taking more control is to internally begin by defeating the things that are feeding the shadow. You've, you've got to take that mountain down. And this is what surrender is about. And you have to, to, to you know, I would say exploit, the, if you, it depends on each person, but for some person it's love, some people it's for power. I don't have a problem working wealth. I will utilize either to my advantage. And if it's power, then the, the answer is, is to acknowledge that I will become more powerful as soon as I resolve all the shit I got going on in my head. If I remove this, it's removing this in front of me. A lot of people don't make that connection. They just see themselves surrendering stuff, but they don't see how that's applicable to where they're going. And because they don't see that it's applicable to where they're going, they tend to recreate it back in their head because they see it in front of them. It, it like resurrects it. So when you remove something in the back of your mind, and you think it's also going to, the, to, to where my life is going, you, by just having that simple awareness dissolves that. I've been having some really difficult struggles and um, it's like everything sort of kind of crashed down at once and it wasn't just me. It's everything around me and every immediate family member. And it just became overwhelming. There's just, even though I was surrendering and even though I was doing high guard and cutting ties, um, I just had about eight weeks of just complete spiritual hiatus because I could not get my bearings. And um, can, can, can I ask you a, a, some personal questions on that? Is is that when you say that, would you say that that's things that were happening to you or happening to other people in your life that affects you because you care about them? Both. Both. Okay. Yeah. It, it, I mean, I hit like a very, very high and had some major breakthroughs. And I believe that that's probably why, because I picked up on something on a skill that was very powerful, kind of what you were talking about two classes ago, where you're approached. And if you 
react if from fear, then you're going to get a different outcome, which I didn't. And so I had this encounter, which was incredible, where I'm going back and forth and like learning this communication and this movement that you kind of described. And while you were describing, I was like, yeah, that's me. That's me. And so I, I did what you said is just go over that feeling and what that felt like. And I haven't used that here, like in this reality yet. Um, I really hadn't had an opportunity when all this stuff just crashed down on me and it got so bad. I basically just sent like an SOS out to the force and just said, help me. Like I am just drowning here and I'm being tossed around and I, I, I don't know if that's an okay thing to do when I really need it. I mean, I, I, I can say this um, about kind of how I am is I've only asked for help from like God or the force one other time in my life. And I, I felt like this was even 10 times worse than that. So mm-hmm. I'm just struggling with getting through all, right. all of let, that. Let, let's, let's take a, a step back. And here is one of the, the things that, this is, this is very powerful stuff that I'm going to point out, okay? That being spiritual has its backdraws. It means that if you have a gun, you've got to be responsible and thinking what that is. It's not just owning the gun. It's how other people are thinking about you having a gun. It's the effect that you have when you speak, once people know you have a gun, even though you're not pulling it out, okay? What that all means, okay, is this. When... Most people who who do spiritual things have a negative thing happen. They immediately find a way, in a way, to blame themselves, okay, because it's, I had this breakthrough. It's because I had this happen. It's because I've been pushing so hard spiritually. And what I'm suggesting is, is that as much as you are manifesting powerfully to bend reality, your mind is also opening up a, a, a flow of problems, do you understand? Yeah. And I know it's crazy maybe to think about it this way, but there's there's a very powerful truth behind it. This is this is why they push mindfulness, okay? And when you you start doing spiritual stuff, the idea is, is and this falls in line, I'm trying to teach from a perspective of the whole surrender point of view, okay? That when you have something happen, has it ever occurred to, to you guys that when you do spiritual things, that shit still happens that's bad? That sometimes shit hits the fan. It has nothing to fucking do with how much you're practicing your spirituality or how far you've gotten. That it's just coincidentally that that shit happens. Okay, but the moment that you think that that is because maybe what you're doing, you're reverberating to make a splinter effect of actually making more of that shit happen to you. Oh, no. Okay. Okay. There's a truth to this. And this is why surrender is so important. Okay. But a very powerful way to remove that from happening is to turn to the optimist kind of thinking and say to yourself, all right, you know, I've had a lot of pluses. It's only fear that I have a negative and it sucks and it hurts, but you know something? I accept that. It's gonna. I'm gonna learn from it. I'm gonna grow from it, and it'll make me stronger. That your mind becomes so powerful from doing these things that you guys are practicing that you're in a way dismissive. It's also the thing that keeps you in check. It's what it's what prevents you from moving too fast forward spiritually, 
and makes you step back from from progressing. It's the universe is extremely efficient. Remember what I've told you about a spiral. Okay, just like a conch shell, just like a, a hurricane, just like a toilet, just like a sink of water. That they can take this thing. They did a, a study with a sewage thing. They put this little thing about yay big, okay, that spins. And they were trying to get it so it would aerate and would move this entire massive pond, okay, of shit. And for the first three days, nothing happened. They said, it ain't going to work. And by the fourth day, all of a sudden, it starts to move the whole thing. And then by the fifth day, it's all moving. By the sixth day, it's actually doing what, this, what they said this little thing would do. Okay, incredibly efficient. The universe is extremely efficient. If you think that you are not governed under certain laws of physics, in my opinion, okay, that are not meant to keep you in a certain check mark, okay, in a certain space, then then you're you're being foolish. If your mind can be working on bending the rules of reality or bending things to a favor to you then it's just as much being trained because you're not being mindful to also open up the negative to be amplified to you with your own consciousness doing it. It's a scary thought that this is, this is part of why we cut cords is why we try to do those things. But if we let the fear of that overwhelm us that we can't stop this juggernaut of stuff happening. Cause then another thing happens, another thing, another thing, you're like, Oh, SOS, which is true. You know, we've all been there. Okay. That, that in some ways the real power is to, to possibly surrender it, possibly use the optimistic approach, possibly to accept as strangely as that is, to accept whatever happened, okay, is a form of you learning to grow somehow. Putting your spiritual knowledge into practice makes all the difference on the path to becoming one with the universe. But there is a power when we gather and practice together, which is why Eric is teaching a live two-hour class every month. You'll learn new techniques, practice and connect with the Higher Balance community, and create a tuning fork effect that resonates and creates a ripple effect on you for the rest of the month. To access the full class, go to rebelgururadio.com forward slash Eric Pepin live.